Hello, everyone. This is the Crucial Talks podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sedam. In this episode, we are going to talk about the importance of group belonging. Think about how strong people can be when they are with others. This ability to overcome adversity because of group belonging is no longer limited by proximity like it was for our ancestors. Technology lets us connect. Our connected world lets us join with others we would never have had the opportunity to join in the past. Today I went to Facebook and I typed in a hashtag right into the search bar and that's all I typed in was the hashtag. The first thing that came up without any other letters or symbols was hashtag me too. So let's listen to this audio clip and then we'll have a quick discussion about hashtag me too and what that means to us and what we can learn from it. We're joined now by Tarana Burke, the creator of the Me Too movement, and Alyssa Milano, one of the actresses who helped that hashtag go viral. Both of you starting a movement. Ladies, good morning to good you. Good morning. And do I have this right? You just met each other in person yeah. a few moments ago. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. I heard there was but a big text, hug there. Yeah, yeah, we text like 20 times a day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the connection is there. And, and Tarana, I'll start with you because mm-hmm. you did this hashtag. You said Me Too in 2006. Yeah. Has this exceeded even your wildest hopes for what might be able to be accomplished? Yeah, I could never imagine this. I could never have envisioned something that would be that would change the world. I was trying to change my community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, stepping forward is tough. You guys both did that. Can you just put us inside your head for a second? The minute before you decided to speak out, Alyssa, what was going on inside you? What kind of courage did it take? Well, a few things were going on. Yeah. One is I was in bed with my daughter, mm-hmm. and she was sleeping next to me, and, and my children are the great impetus for everything that I do in life. But also my friend Rose McGowan had been very hurt mm-hmm. um, and silenced for a long time, and she was fighting back, and I wanted to support her in, in what she was going through um, and in turn support women everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, if if women could just come forward and say me too, just two beautiful words that Tarana started, <laughs> then we can really start to shape this and get an idea of the magnitude of this issue and of this problem. And I sent the tweet and I went to sleep. And, <laughs> what and happened I woke when you woke up, up and there were 53,000 replies. Oh, Your phone tweet wow. was on fire. And so much has changed. I mean, it has touched every industry. It obviously has hit very close to home here with the mm-hmm. firing of Matt Lauer. Tarana, what is your hope now? I mean, it's one thing to do a hashtag. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you want to happen? What should be happening in our workplaces and in our homes? Well, this is just the start. And I've been saying from the beginning, that it's not just a moment, it's a movement. Mm-hmm. And so with movements take time and they build over time and they're, and they're strategic. I think now the work really begins, right? Hashtag is a declaration, but now we're poised to really, to, to really stand up and, and do the work of it. I want I want companies to take on a code of conduct. Mm-hmm. I want companies to hire more women. I want to teach our children better. These are all things that we have to set in motion. And as women, we have to support each other and stand together and say, that's it. We're done. No more. Don't you think men have to be yeah. a part of the conversation? I do. Absolutely. I absolutely do. But I feel like at this point right now, when women are always pitted against each other, um, which I think is also part of the strategy, I think we need to support each other and we mm-hmm. need to be there for each other. And of course, men need to be part of the solution for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but it's vital to me that we really set in some actionable things that we can do to continue this momentum. You guys are great voices. Thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. 
That clip was from the Today Show on NBC. In the beginning of the clip, we hear that Alyssa Milano and Tarana Burke had just met in person, but they both admit the connection was there. And that connection is the key. There's a key message embedded within how this hashtag MeToo movement started and continues to build momentum. Neither Alyssa Milano, who's a well-known actress, or Tarana Burke, who's a person who wanted to change her community, could join forces and spread a message so far without the solidifying need to do something, without a goal that everybody can work toward. And without that shared identity and that shared role that they now feel like they play in changing society, they couldn't have joined forces like that. They said that this movement has not only spread the message, but has touched many different industries. They want women to be able to stand up, women to be able to support each other, and they agree that men need to be part of the conversation and part of the solution. It seems to me that sexual assault and sexual harassment have been pervasive problems for a very long time. We need to be honest. They're mostly women and children that have been victimized for a very long time. But one day, someone decided to take a stand. And this story began in 2006 on MySpace. Tarana Burke started this movement in 2006. And this is how she explained it. She explained that after hearing the story of a 13-year-old girl who had been sexually assaulted, she wished at the time she would have said, Me too. That's a key statement, because the fact that she wanted to say Me Too meant that she understood, somewhere in her soul, she understood that people had to join together. She understood that a 13-year-old girl and her could connect and be part of the same group if she had just said Me Too. So in October of 2017, actress Alyssa Milano picked up on the Me Too and encouraged others to use it to spread awareness. And you heard her in that, in that interview that it spread very quickly once she started posting it. In the first 24 hours, the hashtag MeToo was retweeted 500,000 times. 4.7 million users of Facebook used the term MeToo, and 45% of Facebook users had friends that had also used the term. And that's all in the first 24 hours. So this is an interesting topic, not only because it's something we need to address as a society, but these allegations have come out, make it clear it's not a new problem, that this has been going on for a long time. But what does the hashtag MeToo allow us to do? It allows us to see the power that has been ingrained in human beings since we started joining together to form tribes in order to survive. As social be beings, people are wired to join together. They're wired to seek group belonging and belonging to a group. And the strength of the in-group relationship have allowed people to excel and deal with very negative situations. Because of that, we know that when people join together, they feel support. And they feel that what the group is doing is the right thing to do. The hashtag MeToo was a spark that showed people all over the country that they were not alone. That hashtag MeToo was a solidifying force to bring what's already inside of people, this need to belong, together to deal with this problem. As soon as people had this outlet to join with others who had similar stories, the awareness of the problem was brought into the light. And look how fast it has moved and how quickly people have joined together. Even after decades of being buried 
the strength of group belonging brought the problem forward. And that's the power of social identification. That's the power of joining into groups and seeking a goal that everybody can get behind. Even though people are of different nationalities, different jobs, grew up in different neighborhoods, people are joining together because first, they see themselves as part of an identity with others. This hashtag MeToo allows people to join together, people that have never met. Even if people weren't a victim themselves, they still feel that supporting those that were is the right thing to do. And preventing sexual assault and sexual harassment is a goal that people can get behind. It's a good goal. It has moral value. It's something that people can support and people can get esteem from and people can see as something that needs to change. It's a goal that does not threaten any other identity that, have, that has been adopted by that person. It allows diverse groups to work together toward a solution without infringing upon their other identities. The ability to join together as a large, superordinate group that supersedes other identities, that's really just a fancy way of saying that people from diverse backgrounds can share a role that overcomes differences. For example, we see this in the Me Too movement because it helps victims take action and helps them move from being a victim to taking a positive role taking positive action that can help others bring attention to the issue and bringing victimizers to justice. We see the same thing during disasters. We see it when people come together where they can ignore some of those, those separating identities that they may have on the day-to-day, but they, get, they come together to deal with a problem. They build capacity to respond to an issue because of this greater identity that they adopt that everybody can, can get behind. This happens because a shared social identity brings with it shared social trust. And trust is important because that means that a group can focus on the threats outside of the group and not the threats inside. The hashtag MeToo allowed people from all over the country to join together because that met four requirements that increase the chance an identity will be adopted. The first is the simple hashtag allowed it to be understood as a larger group identity not an individual one. For example, hashtag Mike Saddam. That applies just to me and maybe a handful of others with the same name. It is only understood at the individual level. Hashtag me too is so powerful because it is understood as a group issue. So much broader. The second thing, second thing is hashtag me too is seen as a positive in-group for many people. People who are victimized see it applying to them. And people who rally and support the victims see it as a positive in-group they can belong to. It has broad applicability, and therefore it has such a broad reach. Third, the hashtag MeToo brings with it a clear and specific identity that people know they can attain simply by being brave and saying, Me too, you are not alone. Or by saying, thank you for being strong and telling us about this problem. We stand with you. And finally, hashtag MeToo has a positive overtone. Even though it brings to light a very negative issue wrought with power imbalances, selfishness, and absolutely horrible behavior, the hashtag MeToo brings a positive overtone to the problem where good people can join together to, to get the issue out, get people focused, and support those that have been victims. When people can rally together under a common identity, that transcends other identities that drive their behavior, it can be very powerful.
the hashtag MeToo not only gave people a way to join together, it also gave people goals to rally behind that can transcend other goals. In social identity, this is known as a superordinate goal. Superordinate goals can eclipse individual and group goals. This helps people to set aside differences and strife. Dr. Muzaffar Sharif conducted a number of studies in social psychology and believed that superordinate goals were a major contributor to intergroup collaboration. When trying to get people to cooperate and resolve conflict, Dr. Sharif found that superordinate goals were the most successful technique. Powerful superordinate goals are those goals that cannot be easily ignored or rejected. But at the same time, the goals go beyond the ability of a single person or single group to accomplish. When we look at the hashtag MeToo, we can see that this is a superordinate goal that can't be overlooked. It brings to light a problem that people understand cannot be ignored. People know we can't just look the other way. At the same time, the hashtag MeToo cannot be rejected. We can't just go online, see someone that says Me Too and say, nah, not a problem. We can't ignore it. We can't reject it. We also can see that hashtag Me Too will take us as a large community that wants better for people, that wants people to be treated appropriately and with respect to work together. We know that hashtag Me Too is not going to be the job of one group. One group cannot take this on. They will have limited success. But a community, a society of all of us can change the future. The next time you're trying to rally people to get together to accomplish a task or, sol or solve a problem, think about the hashtag MeToo. Although the hashtag MeToo applies very broadly, the way it happened can help us when we're trying to get a few people or small groups to work together. Try to think about what techniques you could use in your life, in your organization, or in your community with a problem you see. It doesn't have to go viral to be valuable. So in this episode, we've talked about the hashtag MeToo, and we've been able to look at it and see how valuable it can be and the lessons learned from it, not only to solve that problem, but to use in our own day-to-day -day lives. Thank you for listening. If you'd like more information, please feel free to visit CrucialTalks.com and make contact with me. If you can, I'd love for you to subscribe and share the podcast and give it a good rating if you think it deserves it. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if we want to understand behavior, we need to understand what drives people. Thank you.